0: Hey, guess what? Here it is. Sponsored by MGM National Harbor. For the latest in Washington sports, visit MGM National Harbor and experience a sports fan's paradise. We're talking about the D.C. Sports Auto with Rob Woodfork, Dave Preston, and George Wallace, hot, bothered, and annoyed. That can only mean <laughs> yeah. one thing. He's back from mandatory minicamp. You know, of all the marketing slogans I've heard, that's the best one yet. Hot, bothered, Thank you. and annoyed. I'm mandatory. trying to get that teacher. Mandatory minicamp, no Terry McLaurin What the heck's going on Do do we care? Should we be encouraged By a bunch of guys running around
1: What, What are you sensing? Well, I think the uh, bunch of guys running around the McLaurin (laughs) thing. I I have a feeling that based on what uh, Ron Rivera said today, that we're getting closer and closer. He said they've been talking extensively the last week or so. And basically he's like, it's a matter of time before something gets done. He reiterated again. He said, quote, we are not trading Terry, which means they're going to trade him. Uh, But he, uh, he said it's closer and closer to getting done. um, And hopefully it will get done in the next whatever it is before training camp. He got six weeks now. If he's not, if it's not done by the time by tonight for tomorrow's final day at mini camp, which I don't, I don't, think it's going to be. But he did say Terry's subject to the rules as far as being fined for missing mandatory mini camp. I'm sure they'll work that out. It's fine. He's training elsewhere. Uh, you know, as far as missing reps with the quarterback, I would be concerned. Um, but Terry's now a third year in it. He's put up the numbers he has with 18 different quarterbacks. And Carson Wentz is a professional. I mean, we've seen that just in the last few weeks I've been out there, just how different it is between him and Taylor Heineke, not only, not only on the field guys, but standing next to him. I mean, as far as the size difference between the two, but uh, you know, so I don't, I don't, I think of any wide receiver, I think it's, it's, it's not going to be that uh, much of a detriment that he's missing this time. They will have six weeks and through August or whatever, to get ramped up as far as on the same page. Terry knows the playbook. Carson knows it. So I'm not too worried about that, but, you know, yeah, of course, it's a little concern that your star. Why not your captain's missing mandatory minicamp? Last year, remember, Jonathan Allen's deal was getting worked on, but he was at the mandatory stuff, and we didn't get that announcement until right before training camp. So, But it sounds like everybody seems to be on the same page. Rivera said again today, he says, nothing is contentious at all. And we are not trading Terry, so expect something to get done here in the near future.
0: And that's a good exclamation mark. I believe Terry McLaurin is the most important player to this Washington Commanders team. They have to keep him because of that. He has been a hit on and off the field from day one and through a very chaotic period, as yep. we still are going through a chaotic period. To me, Terry McLaurin's even more valuable to Washington than Lamar Jackson is up north to Baltimore. We'll go to you next day, Preston.
2: Well, I think you're absolutely right. Here's a guy who is the most important player on the off offense. Uh, He's led the team in receptions and receiving yards Uh, each of his three years with the eight different quarterbacks that have been started by this franchise. He's led the team in touchdown catches two of those three years, finished second I think the other year. I I am confident that uh, from everything that George has told us out at mandatory manic camper, I think there might be mandatory perspiration as well, but I think I'm confident that a deal will be done out there, but I'm just, I, I wish that he, the Terry McLaurin, the captain, had been able to show to show up. Even if he's not doing anything, at least he's in the same meeting rooms. At least he's on the field. At least he has a chance to see Carson Wentz on the field and see him go through his steps. Because when you look at this offense, it's not a great offense. This is not Eric Coryell we're talking about. This is not the on turf. They need every little edge. They can get in order to be a productive offense in 2022. And I think if Terry McLaurin is in mandatory mini camp, not doing anything, but at least watching, that is just that little extra that might help them because they're going to, for all we know, this offense might run aground this fall. So they need every little advantage they can get heading up into 2022 with the new quarterback. Rob Woodfork.
3: Well, if we're comparing the two, and we are, (laughs) between uh, him and uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, I think the main thing that you have to look at is the organizations that they play for. And I think with Baltimore, if they, for some reason, moved on from Lamar Jackson, they have a better chance at finding their way back to the playoffs, back to the Super Bowl than Washington does. Now, uh, and uh, Dave uh, Johnson uh, uh, sort of alluded to this uh, leading into this, and that is where Washington is with all of the controversies off the field, uh, with all of the things that are swirling around this franchise. You need a player like a Terry McLaurin to be the positive face of the change that you want to be. And in and Washington is unique in the sense that the change that they want to be is basically going back to the future because we they would love to uh, have the Gibbs 1.0 era all over again. And I was actually thinking about this before the show in the twi- in the last 20 years, how many players have come through Washington that you think would be prominent uh, uh, players and have prominent roles on those Gibbs teams that went to Super Bowls and won championships. And I think if you make that list, Terry McLaurin, if he's not at the top of that list, he's very near the top of that list. And they did, they didn't have, I mean, think about it. The Hogs had a bunch of undrafted guys. Uh, you had a bunch of quarterbacks that were either late round picks or afterthoughts that came from other teams. So who better than a guy who was a third round pick you thought was just going to be a special teamer who blossoms into this great uh, receiver? Uh, I, I think he needs to be the face of this franchise, especially when you're still looking for a, uh, a quarterback. So based on where they are and where they want to be, that that's far more important a signing than Lamar Jackson in Baltimore.
0: And again, I know what he's done on the field, but part of my thinking of Terry McLaurin goes back to hearing him talk in his rookie season, mm-hmm. and I thought this guy is is uh, mature beyond his years, and and what to what he's accomplished and during the period. Of time he's accomplished it in uh it doesn't bother me that that he's going through a contract thing this is
3: and also it's kind of a diva position i mean or at least it has been in recent years he reminds you of an art monk in the sense that he cuts against that grain he's not a guy who's out there trash talking or me me, me or give me more passes my way and all this like he's he's been on the straight and narrow he's pretty quiet he's a good quote and, uh, and and uh, to your point, yeah, that's that, that's absolutely valuable for a franchise like this. Now,
0: all right, as we talk at June fifteenth, other feel good reasons for the Commanders. I will start with just uh, I still believe in Ron Rivera, and I think the, his latest situation where Jack Del Rio was fined one hundred thousand dollars for distracting the the team. Uh, it's not worth debating his tweet or what was said. The point is, uh, Ron Rivera again shows he's very much in charge of this franchise and, and is committed to the success of this franchise and wants nothing uh, to get in the way, especially stuff that has nothing to do with football. Other thoughts on that or other reasons why we should feel good or bad
1: on June 15th, 2022 with guys running around in pants shorts. He did. He did. And today they had alumni out there at practice and um, you know, look, God bless the alumni. They want to come out on a hot 90 degree day and watch minicamp camp and, you know, get a barbecue lunch but that's what they did. There weren't a ton of them out there, but Rivera made the point afterwards to talk to him. He, along with Jason Wright and Martin Mayhew. And of course, Mayhew, you know, played here and, and had success in the Super Bowl. So he gets it. But Rivera made a point of saying that he wants those guys to know, because look, he said, it's tough. We go from, you know, the Redskins to the commanders. He goes, I get it. He goes, it's a, it was an iconic franchise and he wants the alumni to understand where they're going now and he wants the current players to understand from these guys what it was like here. So he said he is ma- they are making a very, very conscious effort to get these guys, bring them back, to have them involved. And Ron Rivera said that's a big part of it. He understands the tradition. He understands the history. He mentioned it mo- multiple times when he was introduced about about not only coaching here, but, against, but playing here, back at RFK and playing for the Bears and all this. So I, I think, I to, to Dave's point about believing Rivera, I think that was a, just hearing him say that, Um, I think should make, you know, fans feel pretty good. Like he understands what the tradition was and how important it is to have those guys around. Now you have, you know, the alumni and, and and to Rob's point before too, how many of these other guys really are household names now? I mean, for what they really do much on the field, you know, other than Gibbs 2.0 and of course, 2012, Robert Griffin III was not there, by the way, in case you were wondering. Uh, you know, so he's on ESPN. Uh, he's doing bigger things. How about about Hainsworth? Was Hainsworth in the house? Yeah. No, he was yeah. doing the conditioning no. test. He was ah, doing it, but he was yeah. still doing the conditioning <laughs> test. But anyway, Robert, get off on that. Robert, but he was positive. Griffin, it, Robert it was Griffin III was a positive thing. thing.
0: Robert Griffin III was at a book signing, uh, by the way. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. my, my, my point. <laughs> where's Why? Where's that book? Yeah, why we believe, need to have uh, Ron Rivera taking the action. No distractions. The team that's on the field has to be the sanity bubble because there's news today that Dan Snyder is not going to go to Capitol Hill. To me, is bananas. We never hear from this guy except when he wears a beard looking like a backup quarterback as we had the name change announcement a, a, a couple months ago. But after 20-some years of owning the franchise he allegedly loves so much, he needs to show some leadership and stand up. And say, if there's nothing to hide, then there's nothing to hide. And get in front of the folks at Capitol Hill and explain what the hell is going on. Your fans that you've taken money from for 20-plus years deserve that explanation. So that amplifies my point why mm-hmm. I believe in Ron Rivera, because that's sanity island on that field where George Wallace was hot, bothered, and annoyed. He, first he's of all, gonna, he's
1: going
0: gonna, to be on his 100%. yacht.
3: First of all, we're not going to talk, we're not going to talk bad about the neck beard because uh, uh, Andrew Luck proved that a starting quarterback can rock the neck beard. That's number one. Number two, uh, Snyder, this is who he is. He knows. I know, but he needs to change now. And that's who he is. So it's like right now the onus is on, because he's at what, 23 years to to show us who he is. The onus is now on the NFL. Are you better than this guy? Or are you going to continue to let him represent you?
1: By the so, way, we're going to get uh, up. I know we're getting off the topic, but imagine this. First of all, you knew Dan wasn't going to show up to that thing. No, I knew, or, it. Oh, it. I knew I know. it. It but, was, it was if,
3: a coin flip as to whether Goodell would show.
1: Right. The, it, but if Goodell shows and stands up there and says, I'm going to take responsibility, I'm taking your questions, I, this, 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 I think this is serious, and they say, what about Dan Center? I can't speak for Dan Center. I don't know. So mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a good look for Dan either Mm-mm. if Goodell... Yeah, but it just it it just go ahead Dave. I'm sorry.
3: No, Dave, I think
2: I you know, I I think you made Dan Snyder's year by saying that he looked like a backup quarterback (laughs) (laughs) To say that he's looked like a a football player. That's his dream. That's why he bought this franchise in the first place, so he could sit at the cool kids table at lunch. And you're helping him do so. All
0: right, let me qualify the statement. Looks like a backup quarterback on an arena football team. All right. You, I you're still that? making his oh, you day. You're
3: still you making
2: go. his day.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it, it drives me, you know, as, as a uh, tax paying citizen, who the hell does he think he is to say, oh, Capitol Hill, I, I'm busy that night? Uh, well, a day. That's the difference. And then on top of
3: that, he's busy with team business. He's what you can't be, do? He's not supposed to be doing that.
1: Like
3: he's going he to be in
0: right.
1: He's going to be on his yacht. Go ahead. He's going to be and in France on his on. That's
0: where he's going. Is that How what he, he said,
3: Rob? He's good. He's doing team business. There was a, uh, from what I understand, and I I, I read it secondhand, but uh, the, I, what I read was that there was a four-page uh, letter that his lawyer sent to the committee. And uh, and one of the reasons why he's not showing, they said, is because he's got commander's team business. All right. All right. That, that, that can't be moved. And I'm just a like, lawyer. Way, that, to, <laughs> way to announce that you're not really away. Yeah.
0: Well, that lawyer, should be, that lawyer should be fired then, because now he should have just gotten Dan Snyder in trouble. Somebody should say to Commissioner Goodell, fine him. But that's you what I'm what saying,
3: he, but the, the, the NFL doesn't care because otherwise the NFL would have gotten on his case for being there for the big unveiling of the new team name and the uniforms and so right, forth. I mean, right. his face was out there front and center for that. So yeah. they, they don't care. They right. don't care, and they need to care because this is a terrible, terrible look for the league at, at a time where they don't need it because of the, everything that's unfolding with this Deshaun Watson case. I mean, just egg on its face, egg on its face, egg on its yeah, face, man. and it's all self-inflicted wounds for the most part.
2: But come September, this fall...
3: Yeah, we'll be exactly keep watching. Exactly, we're going to be money this game in the Thursday night opener, and yeah. then everybody will we're move all the gonna move on. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, you you, you can't <laughs> fight the Kremlin. I mean the NFL. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, uh, my blood pressure's up, so we got to go to the audible at the line of scrimmage. Dave Preston, you're working. No, too this hard. is
1: fun. Let's keep going with this. Yeah. No.
0: Hey, Joe, you know, no, just, it, hey, so, do you do know
1: how much chroma material we got here today? I want to no. see how far Dave. <laughs> By the way, before we go, real quick, real quick, before we go, we talk about Rivera and to be the right person for this. what Could you just imagine what it would be like and how Rivera would feel if he actually, for the first time in three years since he's been here, could actually focus and, and coach football? Because he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, Hasn't been able no, to do that, that yet.
0: That's why I think we should celebrate him, because if th- he's gone through this name change stuff and and all the, and yet he's been nothing to me but the model of leadership and professionalism. Oh, and, and, that's, and he had cancer. And that's, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He had cancer, and to me, that's probably why Uh, he finds Jack Del Rio because he's probably thinking, goodness sakes, now it's coming from within, you know, again, I'm not even going to get into what Jack Del Rio said, but come on. Can you just coach the defense and put your Twitter account down? That's got, that's gotta be what he's thinking. I mean, do you think Mike Ditka will like players tweeting? Back oh, up To be up. fair,
3: Mike Ditka is basically saying all the same stuff. I, I, I do say in these things I know. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the minute that the... not the best, not the best example. No, not no, the best no. example. Right. But in his prime. No, no, no. To Dave's point, though, in in, in Ditka's prime, before right. Dimension TTE oh. wrecked him, like he he would not have tolerated. Right. That. Right. No, it was a. But the minute I
0: said it, I realized. Yeah. The road I'd, <laughs> I'd My point was he would probably not have been a social media guy. But anyway, all right. On about the line of scrimmage, Dave President, what do you got going? You got that notebook, all that kind of stuff. But the U.S. Open, uh, you write twenty four seven. And so, what's on your agenda? Or what's oh, your
2: well, we're, we're going to call two audibles at the line, just depending on what the defense gives us. First off, uh, some uh, some preview activity on the uh, U.S. Open golf, which tees off Thursday morning in Brookline at the Country Club, a country club sold that they actually just call it the Country Club. A lot of focus has been surrounding this Saudi-backed live tour. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Brian Jambo among those, moving to this breakaway startup tour. And instead of talking about the course, instead of talking about – how Justin Thomas is on a roll or Rory McIlroy won up in Canada this past year. Everybody's talking about the tour. I think we've got some great golf ahead. This is a classic U.S. Open course where I think maybe minus two or minus three is the winning score. I like Rory McIlroy. He's playing very well. Also, Justin Thomas is playing well. Don't sleep on Max Maxoma. He won the Wells Fargo Championship last month, played very well at the PGA Championship. So... I think he might be a dark horse, so to speak, in this thing. And my other audible at the line, it's a shame that uh, Steven Strasper gets shut down. Hopefully, it's just a bump in the road as opposed to the end of the road for 2022 uh, because, unfortunately, he wasn't only he was able to last five innings, and then he had discomfort two days later. So it's unfortunate with the Nationals that they have so much money tied up into Patrick Corbin, who's, had, who's taken his lumps the last couple of years. Even Strasburg, who's only tossed 31 and a third innings since the World Series, I think he threw 35 innings during that playoff. So it's a shame for the Nationals because if Strasburg is even okay not great, but just okay and able to start every fifth day, people are going to the ballpark every fifth day because he is appointment viewing uh, on the TV and at the ballpark as well. So. Hope that they can get Strasburg back on the field at some point in time this summer. But it's a shame that this has been the last two plus years we've seen. All right, George, hot bothered and annoyed Wallace, your your audible. No, I feel a lot better
1: now after what we've just done the last twenty minutes. So thank you all <laughs> for that. Um, first of all, you you can only call one audible for one play at the last scrimmage. So I'm going to go with Strasburg as
3: well. Yeah, can, and I didn't hear Omaha or anything. I, nothing. Hey. Uh,
1: no, I look the Strasburg thing is. The the you talk about the rebuild, and if Mike Rizzo really says this team is going to be competitive next year, which is what he has said, 2023, they need some sort of Strasburg for this rebuild to kind of anchor this rotation. I'm afraid that he's done. I'm afraid that he's really done. Done. Um, you know, you hope not, but it just the work he's trying to to get back to this, and he lasts the five innings, and this is the you know the rib continue whatever stress rib whatever they're calling it. Um, you just you worry that he, that he's done and you can't you can't go back and talk about the contract of Strasburg Rendon. Rendon didn't want to be here. You reward Strasburg for winning the World Series. He got you a World Series. He's your MVP. You cannot even think about that. Of course, it's a shame that I said he'd go back and look at it, he gave the guy all his money. But um, and he's one of their guys, you know, the, the still talk about that opening night. Um, you know, the anniversary just came up the other day, so uh, unfortunately, he's shut down again. I don't see him pitching again this year, but you hope that it's, it's, um, that he's not done, done, in this team that he can actually help this team take that next step into competitiveness, which Mike Rizzo says could be
3: next year. He's made eight starts in the last three seasons, so yeah. I mean, I, I that's that tells me he's done, done, and uh, and actually, Davey Martinez said, you know, basically, they don't regret the contract or whatever. He deserves it. And, and that's not wrong, but I think what is lost in uh, what's lost in, in sort of handicapping this is that when you give a guy a contract, it's not supposed to be a reward for what he used to do. It's supposed to be, this is what we expect of you moving forward. So they, they made a bad bet that he was going to be basically like Max Scherzer and he was going to be a really effective player deep into his thirties and it was just a bad bet because he was hurt all the time, even when he was young before. So, you know, so and. this was, this was always, a bit, uh, this was always a bad bet. And it's one that, um, that, that they're going to regret unless they can get enough out of him that they can flip him for some trade compensation that helps them in the rebuild. But, um, right now they're just saddled with a bad contract and I hope it doesn't cost them too many of their younger players that, uh, could, plausibly be around in five years when they expect to be back in the world series conversation
2: all right good news. And to rob's point there briefly i think it, 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 it's not the money yes the money hurts but it's the years too it's not just the 35 million per year but it's seven years and right. you look at you, you you try to figure out okay seven-year contract year six and seven aren't going to be great Strasburg has had an effect years six and seven in the first two years of the deal when you're supposed to be getting eighty percent value from that contract, and they've got four more years after this that albatross hanging around their necks.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't have made that deal. It's easy for I, I'm not to say the seven year part would have bothered me. Yeah, right. Uh, again, I'm not. I've never been a baseball GM, so maybe. that's what they felt like they had to do because he's coming off the MVP and et cetera, et cetera. But seven years. And and to Rob Woodfork's point that the injury history would make me nervous about seven years. And that's the thing. It's like, if
3: you want to reward him and say, Hey, we'll give you a big money contract for two years or whatever that is. That's a nice thank you for the world series MVP and all of that, but seven years, man, that's that, that hurts.
0: All right. And by the way, Rob, good use of the word plausible. Do you have a – speaking of it rhymes with plausible, do you have Do you have an audible or was that your audible? Which that was audible? my audible. That okay. was my audible. All right. My audible, Baltimore-Washington bid is going to be successful. We will have World Cup games in 2026. Uh, a shame that FedEx is such a dump and they can't play there, but it's going to be at M&T Bank Stadium, and Washington will have the Fan Fest on the ball. A million people will show up. It's going to be a party. Like no other, I still remember 1994 RFK walking out before we had cell phone cameras, before we had cell phones, for goodness sakes, <laughs> and seeing a Norwegian fan with a Viking hat consoling a Mexican fan with a sombrero after Norway upset Mexico. That are the, That's the kind of snapshots you get at a World Cup. It brings the world together and no other... Event would put a Norwegian and a Mexican in that situation uh, where uh, they're friends in sport, like the World Cup.
1: All right, I tell Uh, you, Dave. I will say, I was working at RFK at that time at the concessions when that World Cup was there, and that was my first kind of uh, introduction to it. I mean, that was something else.
0: Yeah, no, it's something else. And by the way, George is still living off that concession money because the World Cup <laughs> in 1994. He was, was a minor so, selling beer. Of course, he's right. still <laughs> living off that. I know. Well, that's, that's a whole other story <laughs> that we will investigate next week on the D.C. Sports Tunnel. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. This is the D.C. Sports Tunnel. Uh, it's presented by MGM National Harbor. Time to change the game and bet MGM Sports. Break. Hey, Nissan, how do you get to the top?
3: Calculating. Proceed to 1959. Take a hard left in East Africa at the 71 Safari Rally. Veer right for 19 off-road championships in the Baja Desert. Proceed towards Moab. Take the trail to Hell's Revenge. Include steep incline. Continue for the next million miles.
2: Um, where to first again? 60 years, millions of miles, and the capability to take you anywhere. This is the new Nissan. Nissan.